You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Bonjour, bonsoir, good evening, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French. If it's the first time you joining the show, we talk love, we talk relationships, and we answer your questions. Talking about which a friend of mine called me earlier this afternoon and said to me, "Listen, I feel like my girlfriend." doesn't understand that I need some time out after work, some time to relax my mind. How can I tell her it's not against her? I just need to decompress for 30 minutes without talking, right? So I said to him, I said, listen, it's all the way you express yourself. If you kind of like being grumpy and tell her, oh, I don't want to talk to you, it's offensive. But if you said to your girlfriend, so good to see you, I'm a little tired, I hope your day was good, give me 30 minutes and then let's have a great dinner, she'll be okay with it. We're all okay with each other if we speak softly to each other. So that's one of my little recipe. Speak softly to each other. If you have a question, just call me, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question for me now? Just call me. Bonjour, Dina. Bonjour. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? Well, my husband has uh, been, he, he was laid off about seven months ago, and he's been looking for a job, but, um, you know, he's getting a little frustrated, and I'm getting a little frustrated, but I'm trying to figure out how to balance pushing him to really look harder for a new job, but also being supportive, because I know it's hard to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's been applying, but he keeps getting rejected places. So b- before I answer, Dina, do you think he needs to be pushed or not really? Well, I, I, I think some. He's, uh, like I said, he's, he, he started off really, you know, applying for a lot of things and, and really um, gung-ho about everything. But as he's getting rejections, he's getting more frustrated and uh, spending a little less time doing that. If it was you and you were him, how would you like to be pushed? Uh, that's what I thought I've been doing by, you know, being encouraging by, by looking for things and pointing them out, you know, oh, did you apply for this one? What did you see this posting? Things like that. Right. Um, Trying to sort of check in, but kind of shutting down now with that. Well, because yes, because uh, the more you do this, the more you're kind of showing him he's not doing enough. And if you think he's doing enough, I think, you know, you, you let him be. Uh, for a while you trust him and enthusiasm so when he goes good luck to you fingers crossed you know check out afterwards but you can't always be on his back or you know it shows you don't trust he has the right strategy so i think a, a talk about once a week is enough and then let him show you and show the family like he's done in the past that he's a capable man and if he did nothing and sat on the couch it would be a different answer but since you're telling me you think he's doing good i think you have to be like like a coach but at the right distance. Uh, wonderful. Thank you so much, Simon. You're most welcome. Best of luck to you and him and the whole family. Thank you. In any relationship, at one point, you're going to worry about your partner. So let's talk about how to communicate with your partner when things are difficult. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. So in any relationship, yours or mine, at one point, you're going to worry about your partner. Dina was worrying about her husband not finding a job. You might be worried your husband or your partner, your girlfriend is cheating on you or something is off. You're going to worry about maybe the in-laws. At one point, you're going to need to communicate to your partner in time of crisis. 
What's the best way to do that? Here's my two tips. A, talk softly. Don't yell. Don't talk when you're like hungry, when you're mad, when you're like on fire. Avoid that. And the timing is huge. So the when is when you decide your partner and you are like emotionally peaceful. Then you address the worry. I want to tell you a story about this because I made a major mistake way back when it was a girlfriend and that's next. How do you know when to talk to your partner in a time of crisis? I'm Simon Marcel. I know that because way back when in my late 20s, I was dating this, this wonderful girl, but she was always late on me. And whoever knows me knows that A, I'm always on time and B, I'm impatient if somebody's late. It just gets on my nerves. So one day, she showed up about, I don't know, 15 minutes late, all like agitated. Oh my God, I'm sorry, sorry, you know, I'm so sorry. And that was like, I don't know, the 20th time she did it. So I kind of exploded on her, right? And then she started crying and she said, how can you be so insensitive? I got lost in the subway. And then I felt like such a schmuck because I said to myself, really, Simon, you had to like explode like this for somebody being late instead of just speak softly later, right? And she was crying. I felt so bad. I said to myself, Whenever I'm mad again and something is frustrating me, I will always wait the right time and talk softly because no one needs or deserves to be yelled at. No one. You call that next on The Rendezvous. What's the hotline to call in if you have a problem in your relationship? 855-905-8255. I am here. Bonjour, Charlotte. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour and welcome to The Rendezvous. What's going on? Qu'est-ce qu'il se passe? Hi there. Um, I have a question having to do with my mother-in-law mm-hmm. and the holidays. So my husband is uh, working out of the country actually right now. And she said that she would help as much as possible. But I ended up taking my kids to her house for Thanksgiving and she did not help at all. In fact, when we were there, she had Thanksgiving prepared for us, but she had invited two of her couple friends over and she spent all of her time with them. Even my son said, I didn't get to see grandma at all this trip. And so I'm just wondering, how do I handle this? Like, I feel really angry and slighted because mm-hmm. it took a lot of effort to drive three hours to take my kids to my in-laws house and right. then to basically have them be ignored and her tell my husband that she was going to be helpful and how much she appreciated me coming, but then she just did not show up for us at all. Sure. So I totally understand. The way to go about this, because uh, they are not your parents, but your husband's parents, you have to talk to him first, and he has to talk to them. It's his parents, not yours. So you don't need to get into a conflict with your in-laws, but he needs to step up for the family and say, hey, mom and dad, that was not cool. Uh, you told us one thing and something else happens. We felt ignored. Kids felt ignored. So mom, you can't do that again. And he has to defend the family, right? Now he's your husband and the father of your kids. It's his job always to take care of his parents, just like it would be your job if it was your parents doing the same thing. Okay, that's really helpful. You speak to your husband, he speaks to them, and then, uh, you, you know, you remember, you, you love him. The family is, that's a different story, <laughs> but, but you have to deal with them. So uh, a little bit of a sense of humor, and, and let's see if you can step it up and tell his mother what's up. Okay, that's really helpful. Thank you. Okay, I'm glad I can help. Have a good night, Charlotte, and good luck to you. Thank you so much. Ooh, I just got a good email. 
somebody's in a new relationship, the holidays are coming, and they have a question. That's next. You have a question, but you can't call me right now. What you can do is always email me at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's the email? All right, so this listener email is from Natasha that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Natasha. I've been dating my boyfriend for almost a year, and this will be our first Christmas together. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how much to spend on his gift because I don't know what he's getting me, but I also feel weird bringing up a budget. Do you have any suggestions? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, you start dating somebody, it's the holiday, you want to think you want to get a present, and you don't know the budget, and if you should ask. I'm going to answer these questions next. Bonsoir. Think about it. You're in a new relationship, the holidays are coming, you're just barely you're in and you're wondering, what should I get my partner, and should we talk about how much we're going to spend on each other? My answer is, first, you shouldn't ask each other so early on how much you're going to spend on each other. I think you should go with your heart. You should not go with the reason. The gift that matters are the gift from the heart. It's not the cost. It's not the brand. It's from the heart. And the best way to make a great gift is to see, if I were my partner, what would I want to get? And then you're going to always be successful. So don't ask how much should you spend and don't ask how much she's going to spend on you. Just go with your heart. And that's what I would do if I were you. Uh, you call the next on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship for me? You call me now. Bonjour, Tom. Uh, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What is going on? How can I help you? Um, well, all right, here's the situation. I, um, uh, two years ago, I moved farther away from uh, where my six-year-old daughter lives uh, for a job. Um, mm-hmm. In the, the, the past year, the job has kind of dissolved, and I'm barely scraping by. And I, I want to move back closer to where my daughter is. But I, in the course of that, I met a wonderful girl who I'm dating, and I don't want to leave her. You know, she's stuck in this pickle. She's established here. She has a great job. And I don't know what to do. Okay. How old is your daughter? She's six. Okay. So uh, what do you think is more important in life, being a father or being a boyfriend? Probably being a father, I guess. How sure are you of that? Um, maybe... 65%. Okay, so it's not 65%, it's 100% because it's your kid. So uh, right. there's no other way around. And and imagine if you're the six-year-old daughter and you heard your father said 65%, you would start crying. So we're going to keep that between you and I. But I, I would like you to learn from me this one because I had the chance to have a great father, is that we are, you know, what we've received from our parents. You make your daughter feel like she's only 65% of your life, it's going to be very difficult for the rest of her life. You make her feel like she's 110%, then she'll date the right guy and she'll have a wonderful husband. You must go back to your daughter and then figure out the love life afterwards. In my book, it's children first. So I'm glad you called me and I hope I can inspire you to like put back the picker to 100% to your daughter and then with your girlfriend, you can go back and forth on the weekend or make it work. But my priority always has been kids, the way my parents had treated me. So I pass my advice to you. Go back to your daughter as soon as possible. All right, that makes sense. All right, thank you so much. 
you, you're most welcome. Good luck to you, and I hope you follow my direction on this one. She's waiting for you, you six-year-old, so she needs you. You're right. Thank you. you. Anytime. Have a good night. It's the holiday seasons. What's one of the biggest dilemma? The work party. Let's talk about that next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. You know, if you can't call me, you can always send me a DM on my Instagram at The Rendezvous Show. Uh, Trish, what's this DM? All right. So this DM says, bonjour, Simon. My office is having a holiday party and we are allowed to bring a guest with us. Mm. And I'm not sure if I should invite the guy I've been seeing or not. We've been out five times over the past three weeks and things are going pretty well. But we haven't had any talks about being exclusive or anything like that. I would love for him to come with me, but I'm just worried that if I ask him, he'll think I'm more serious about him than he is about me. So I'm wondering, since you're a guy, how would you feel if a girl you were seeing asked you to go to her holiday party with you even though you weren't exclusive yet? Merci beaucoup, Simon. That's a great question. If I was just dating a girl and she would want to invite me to a holiday party at her office, what would I say? I'll tell you that next. What would you do if you start dating somebody for about three weeks, you guys are not exclusive, and you're wondering, should I invite my partner to the office holiday party? Is that too soon? That's what the DM was that was sent to me. If somebody invited me to a holiday party, I'm always in. You know what? I'm very spontaneous. I'm not worried about it. Maybe some guys would be thinking it's too soon, we're not exclusive. I'm all about how I feel. If I like you, I am excited. I'm going with you. So if you feel your guy likes you enough and he's enthusiastic and you feel like your connection is good, bring him in. If you don't feel that, then don't bring him in. That's my answer. It's all about your intuition. Always dig into your intuition when you have a doubt. You know, the holiday seasons is all about love. So you have a love story. Please call me now at 855-905-8255 and share it with me. Everywhere... Every night in America, we can hear a love story. All you got to do is tune into the rendezvous. Sabrina, bonjour. 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 You said you had a, a sweet or romantic story to share with us tonight? I do. Um, so I just recently had my birthday. and oh, um, Happy I birthday. Bought a, yeah, thank you. Um, I bought a new apartment for myself. I, I just moved in. Wow. And so... I was coming home from work, you know, it was my birthday, and I was kind of bummed because I knew my boyfriend, he works at night, so he wouldn't be able to spend the night with me, but I came into my apartment, and he was in my apartment, and he decked out the walls in pink, so all of my walls, he put, like, pink wrapping paper on them, and he laid out, like, 10 presents, and flowers, and candy, and cake, he had a giant cake waiting for me. It was just the most special thing. You know, he went all out. It, wow. I wasn't expecting that at all. And the fact that he, you know, left work to come spend time with me is just, it's so special. It, it is special, Sabrina. I think it's wonderful. What, what, how did you feel? You felt special when he did that, right? Yeah, I felt like he went so far with it. He didn't even have to go, you know, and do so much, but he did because, you know, he loves me and he put a lot of effort into it. It must have taken him a lot of time to do the whole setup um, in my room. So I'm just, I'm so grateful to have him. And, and you said the magic word. He did it because he loves me. And that's really important. There is no love 
without proof of love. I said over and over, no love without proof of love. What this man did for you is expressed how much he loves you, Sabrina. Yeah. And that's why I'm so... Yes, and that happens everywhere, but I want to hear all those stories. So thank you because we want to keep it positive. And I love with this joy of life and all those love stories that it happens to you, to others, and we can share that on my show. Thank you so much, Sabrina, for that wonderful story and and give him a lot of credit for me. I mean, this is... He did really good. Yeah, thanks, Simon. You're welcome and have a good night. You too. More rendezvous next. Bonjour, bonsoir, and welcome back to the rendezvous. Thank you so much for spending every night with me on the on your local station or on the iHeart Radio app. It means a lot to me. I really want to say it. I've been doing radio for 11 years. Every night is new for me because of you calls, you questions, you love stories, the DM, the email, the, the tweet, everything. I mean, there's never a show that is like yesterday's show. That's why I love my job, and I want to thank you for standing by me every night and spending your late night with me. I want to answer this question also because people ask me all the time, where can I find the podcast? So, my podcast is called La Confession, and you can find it on your Our Heart Radio app, and there's a great one we just did with another talk show host, Kendra G., from WGCI in Chicago. The topic was, what's wrong with men today? Trust me, you want to hear this. It's the most funny, hilarious, and insightful uh, podcast I did with Kendra in a while. Just check La Confession on Our Heart Radio. I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, have a good night. And as I always say, bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous Show.